0: (laughs) shall we begin
1: welcome to the happy monster cast i'm your host scott marchand davis of happy monster press let's begin now this week on the happy monster cast the heroes participate in the battle of salem and the start of the revolutionary war on the Happy Monster cast, the squad of superhumans led by Elijah Allen attempted a rescue of Paul Revere from house arrest in North Boston. Partially successful, they have managed to break Revere out of his home, but are now pursued through the streets of Boston by a squad of redcoats. and the Sons of Liberty are attempting to liberate Paul Revere, the silver speedster, the fastest man alive, from his house arrest in North Boston. And you've partially succeeded. He's out of the house, uh, but you're currently engaged in a chase through Boston, uh, pursued by what is now a handful of redcoats, three to be precise, uh, since you have managed to kill the rest of them and their sergeant, while you're attempting to reach the shoreline where you can get a boat across the river to Charleston. With that said, we are now going to continue the chase activity. Okay. And right out of the Get gate, in! Right out of the gate, uh, Clara draws a joker. So pennies for everybody. Nice. Mm. It's a social night. And that means you can act whenever you like, including right now.
2: So we I think the last thing I did was kill the sergeant and uh, kind of fail to run away. Um, yes, you,
1: you killed the sergeant which means you now have an empty musket.
2: Right. But the idea is to not kill the redcoats that are after us, but to at least to knock them out so that they can't be calling for reinforcements or anything.
1: Yeah, you don't necessarily have to kill them, but... Uh,
2: That's right. And, and you know, I, I just don't want to. Yeah. It's just not a good thing to do.
1: With that said, uh, so this is a good time to make a note about uh, black powder weaponry. There's actually quite a bit of controversy in the Savage Rolls community about how to handle this. So here's how I'm handling it. Muskets are reload three. It means it takes three actions to reload them. However, to preserve some degree of realism, i.e. you can't reload a musket in six seconds by by doing your three actions in the round. If you want to do more than one reload action per round, you need to roll shooting. So... So if you want to reload your musket, you can do that. You have a plus two on everything you do, so you're going to be faster at it than normal. Uh, Or you can use it as a club.
2: I'm going to use it as a club. I don't want to be tempted to shoot them.
1: Yeah, you also have a saber, so you could end your shield. Uh, (laughs) You could could, uh, sling your musket and draw your saber if you want to go the melee combat route. You would have to move over to engage in the melee, but... Since the chase is is somewhat uh, slowed down by this brawl, you're definitely allowed to do that. Sabers, yeah. I think they're
2: coming at to me, or they're bringing the fight to me.
0: More or less, yeah,
2: yeah. So I'll come. uh, I'm actually going to uh, and let's try to fight with my shield. Okay. (laughs) Sorry.
1: So with a shield, I'm, you, you have a couple of options. You can uh, attempt to use it to push people, like knock them down.
2: Mm, right.
1: Uh, or you can go for the classic shield bash, in which case you're basically using it as a blunt weapon.
2: Right. You're using it as a blunt weapon.
1: Or if you want to go full Captain America, you could throw it.
2: Well, we'll practice a little bit first. <laughs> I don't want to lose it. Not when people are chasing me.
1: Okay, so what would you like to do there?
2: Um, so I'm going to use it as a basically a blunt weapon and just smack him in the head. <clears throat> just straight fighting.
1: Yes, go ahead and and go and do a fighting roll, and I'll figure out the damage as I go here.
2: Okay. Oof! need that one.
0: Oh, Captain America!
1: Uh, yeah. Actually, that lots of five with your. Uh with your, your joker, because remember, you get a plus 2 on everything you do here. Oh,
2: that's right. Is that good enough?
1: Not quite, because he they're, they're pairing with bayonets, so you you do probably want to Benny that one.
2: Yeah, let's Benny that.
1: Alright, that does hit. Okay. And it's going to be strength plus d4 damage for a shield bash.
2: Okay, strength plus d4? Yeah,
1: so it's a, uh, a, a d10 plus a d4.
2: If if I just roll strength, it's going to be just a D10. And I is there a way for me to did that roll?
1: Yes. Uh, I just added your shield to your, your uh list of weaponry. So oh. you'll you'll now be able to uh just click the attack and damage button. So just go oh, ahead nice. and uh
2: My goodness, what is with my
1: and you can do the roll damage on your uh on your fighting shield there.
2: Yeah, it's kind of well, lame. But... Oh,
1: no, do roll damage. You haven't done your no. damage yet.
2: That's, not that's acceptable. <laughs> that's well, acceptable.
1: All right. So you hit with the you hit with the seven, and uh, with the eleven damage, uh, that particular red coat is going down. So you basically charge in, nail him with the shield, and drop him to the ground.
2: Perfect. Didn't break his neck, did I?
1: You didn't break his neck. Okay, good. You were deliberately trying not to break his neck, so you didn't break. All right. That takes us to Revere, and uh, he's trying to figure out what to run! do. Okay, so Yo-Yo run at him, so that's exactly what yeah. he's going to do. Uh, quite really? Quite badly.
2: <laughs> what the heck is going on well, with the rolls he tonight? Into,
1: he ran into a refuse cart and had to dodge around it, so it slowed him down. Oh, okay. okay, Artemis, you're in mixing it up with the two remaining coats.
0: Okay, so there are two remaining red coats. I am still invisible, tangled up with them. Okay, I'm gonna use um close to melee. I'm actually I'm already handled up in melee. I'm gonna use the uh fighting knives attack.
1: Okay. Uh so uh, let me see, make a stealth roll and I'll see if they notice you. That's pretty good. Uh yeah, I'm I'm betting not. Hmm. They do notice you but not well enough that you have to drop on them. <laughs> or they don't notice you but not well enough that you have to drop on them. So I'm going to say that you have a plus two to attack, not a plus four, since you tied that roll.
0: Okay. All right, so uh, here comes uh, the knife attack.
1: That is just enough to hit. Damage. Hits with a six. <laughs> Very respectable 12 damage, and that's going to take them down, down, leaving only one. Uh, the knife so,
0: appears out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, they, this guy's. uh going to make a spirit roll, because this is not... Wow, okay, with a 15, he's staying in the fight.
0: Wow, okay.
1: <laughs> so is... foolish.
0: If he had failed, would he have run away screaming?
1: Yes. So he he more than passed his spirit roll there, which means he's going to take a stab at one of the people he can see, uh, which I'll say, the uh, scary Native American with the axe is probably high on his list. <laughs>
2: Why? That seems so foolish.
1: And uh, he stabs the bayonet into the ground and cocks himself in the face with it. <laughs> <laughs> go damage, go damage. <laughs> another damage. spirit
2: roll. Do another spirit roll. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, uh, no, I'm going to give him a level of fatigue for bumps and bruises from that one. Okay, Elijah, you are not currently in melee with this last red coat. What would you like to do?
0: Um,
1: I'm just going to eat- keep. Keep aware of what's going on. I don't want to take a shot. It's the crowd. So I'll have my musket ready in case somebody comes up just keep running. Okay. Uh in that case, please make an athletics roll to run. Okay. All right. So you can move up one. Cool. Actually, I'm gonna count that as your athletics roll for dealing with the scaffolding because you did draw a club. Oh, oh on yeah. this one. <laughs> so uh how does that serve So I need you to roll a D6. Alright, All right. so you lose your turn. Okay. So you get tangled up in the scaffolding as you're running and trying to look back. And okay. uh, you uh, don't actually get any further away. Okay. And of is not here, okay. uh, but uh, he's not really a fan of the Redcoats, so we're going to go with the smack him with an axe approach here. And with a gang up bonus, that's going to hit. And I believe that's enough with a so the six hits with the gang up bonus, and I that's definitely enough to shake him. It might be enough to drop him. Yep. With a 10, the last red coat goes down. Cool. Which means the rest of you are able to make your way to the boat to Charleston without any further incident. All right. So you probably uh the couple of longshoremen that that uh, Adams had left with the boat quickly row you across to uh, Charleston and Revere says, see you in Salem and dashes off at high speed north or up up the road towards the slightly smaller city of Salem. All right, so the uh, longshoreman turns to you and says, there's a there's a brig waiting for you if you're headed up to Salem.
2: Yes, we are. <laughs> well, but,
1: um, <laughs> he gestured towards a small sailing vessel. That's the Eleanor. she will depart as soon as you're aboard.
0: We need to report back to Sam Adams on the success of our mission, or will he just get word of it? Yeah.
1: Oh, we'll, let, we'll, let, we'll let Mr. Adams know about uh, the events tonight. Okay. Off we go. All right. So you board the Eleanor, and uh, it takes about uh, six hours to sail up the coast. Really? Yeah. These are, not, oh, okay. these are not fast ships, and you got to make your way out of Boston, out of the uh, out of Boston, uh, through the channel, dodge the islands. There's a there's a ton of rocks that they're maneuvering around. and they make their way into the into Salem proper with the with the uh, morning tide. And uh, as you disembark, there's a uh, a young boy at the pier. He says uh, he kind of looks at you and he doesn't quite know what to make of you. Because, you know, you've got, uh, it's not, you're not a typical military crowd, but uh, he sort of shakes <laughs> that off and says, uh, Mr. Revere said you should come and meet Colonel Pickering on the green. It's just up this way if you, if you'll follow me, sirs and ma'ams.
2: How old is this child?
1: <laughs> about eight, about seven or eight.
2: Ah, uh, okay.
0: Well spoken, young man. Right, lead on, son.
1: We'll follow, sir. Okay. you map. See if Brendan can see this one.
0: <laughs> I can. Sorry, I'm cleaning
1: my glasses, so I can't really see anything.
0: Moment. Yes, now I can see a it. lot. Okay. Yeah, that's a lot of red coats
1: and a lot of colonial militia, But you're not quite to this point yet. You're okay. All right. So you arrive on the on the uh, the green, and uh, the Salem militia are drilling formations. They're dressed in their best Sunday coats of blue and gray and brown, as they drill. Grim-faced farmers herd cows and sheep off the green. As the troops form squares, then into line, and line back into squares over and over, a tall man in a dark frock coat and decorated tricorn hat, Colonel Timothy Pickering, frowns at the brave but unseasoned formations. And standing next to Pickering is Revere, so uh, he he beckons you over. My friends, this is this is uh, Colonel Pickering. He commands the Salem militia. We've had word that Leslie has landed at Marblehead and is marching his troops this way. We're just about to move over to defend the North Bridge cannons are hidden on them on the opposite side of the North River. We're hoping we can prevent Leslie from crossing and locating them. Our intelligence says that there are five Greycoats accompanying his forces. So uh, before we, uh, we commence, uh, if any of you have the battle skill, you have the opportunity to advise Pickering on his battle plan. Would anyone like to do that?
0: I do. <clears throat> my character would like to do that as well. You we do not have that skill.
1: Okay, so uh, you've got some you've had some experience with uh, the British regulars, and you give Pickering some pretty solid advice on forming up his line with inexperienced troops, and the two of you agree that the militia should form in a in a line of three ranks rather than the more typical British two ranks. Uh, they'll be a little more solid, a little more confident that way, so that is in fact what they do, okay, cool. So this will also be a good time to explain how super fights work. So this is going to be a superhuman mass battle when it happens. If it happens, maybe the battle won't happen, we'll see. But if it does turn into a fight, it's going to be a superhuman mass battle. And the etiquette for superhumans in combat is similar to that of of skirmishers in this era, which basically means the superhuman's primary job is to deal with other superhumans. And once they've done that, then they can turn their attention to the regular forces. So the way the battle works is you will be fighting the superhumans directly while the main battle is going on. And if either side starts losing their superhumans, that's going to have a significant negative morale effect on that side because they know that once their side runs out, then all of of that superhuman badness is going to be unleashed on them. So as you follow the militia, as they march the short distance over to the drawbridge that leads across the river, and they form up in three ranks in front of it. And it is very not very much time at all after that before you hear the, the tramp of marching feet coming up from the south. And shortly thereafter, the 64th foot arrives and forms into line facing the colonial militia. And you see Colonel Leslie ride out on his horse in between the lines, and he, he demands to cross the bridge. So Pickering, as well as some of the local townsfolk, come out to negotiate, as does one of Leslie's officers. It seems like uh, the local parish priest is uh, trying to convince uh, Leslie to back off. And you also see that there are five gray coats three on the left of the line, as you see it, or the right from the British perspective, and two on the opposite side of the line, out on the flank. Where would you like to position yourselves, Revere? Uh, being kind of you know a traditionalist when it comes to this sort of thing, is going to uh, jump out on the left to face the uh, to face off with a larger number of of uh, graycoats. I'll
0: be uh, on the side with Revere.
1: Okay. Yeah, technically uh, you wouldn't necess- you could fight with the militia if you wanted, since uh, you know you're not uh, technically part of this whole superhuman thing, but that's up yeah, to you. Yeah, I would insist to be uh, to be part of it. In fact, I would insist to get a couple of soldiers under my direct command. Okay. So and I did off <laughs> one style here, and that uh, you now have three colonial militia under your command. Okay. okay, Artemis, where would you like to be?
0: As the battle unfolds, this is Colonel Leslie, is that his name?
1: Yeah, right now Leslie and Pickering and several other people are in the middle of the line negotiating, and Leslie doesn't seem real happy about it.
0: Okay, what I'm thinking that I will do is just be invisible. I will follow Leslie, so when the when the battle starts, once we make our way back here, I'll just tail him and take him out. And hopefully that'll sow enough confusion in the lines here. Can, can I do that? Is that violation of uh, protocol acceptable?
1: Uh, well, can you do it? Yes. Should you do it? That's your call. Uh, So you'll need to make a a power roll to be invisible in the first place because this is definitely a stressful situation. And then you're going to have to stealth past Leslie, his officers, and the line the file of Redcoats uh, to make sure none of them notice the fact that you are invisibly tailing him. So if that's what you want to do, go ahead and make an invisibility roll. I will do that. That's what I want to do. All right. That's good enough. So you are invisibly hanging out near the negotiations here. Clara, where would you like to be?
2: stand near the front around here. I feel like that would
1: be... In between two gun lines. Excellent choice.
2: What could possibly go wrong?
1: Well, that one, that is more—that is a little bit more of a violation of etiquette if you're not planning to directly engage the, uh, the enemy superhumans.
2: Oh, I think I would probably engage the superhumans.
1: So, which which uh, group do you want to be near? Then the uh, the group of three or the group of two? Group of well, yeah, group of three. Okay, so three, you, two of you and Revere are over here, which probably means the other two should be on the other side to deal with those other superhumans.
2: Yeah, agreed.
3: I just wanted to position her in a spot where uh, she could be as far away as possible, but still pick off a high ranking officer if possible. Okay. I definitely am all for dirty fighting and undermining British military tactics because their two-line chess thing is
1: stupid. Well, their officers are mostly going to be behind the lines. So that's going to be a little bit tricky.
3: Okay, but you sort of get what I'm trying to do, right? I'm trying yeah. to say, like, your, your chess game is stupid. Real people don't fight this way, so I will be dirty if I have to. <laughs> Fair enough. All
1: right, so the negotiations seem to be turning south, and uh, Leslie seems to be getting more and more irritated. And Eventually, he rides back behind the line. So, uh, Artemis, I'm going to need a stealth roll from you, and then you're going to have to deal with three different notice rolls. Wow, (sighs) that 14 is a very good stealth roll.
0: It's very stealthy. Okay, so you want notice rolls from me?
1: Uh, No, it's the the British who are going to be attempting to notice you, starting with Leslie himself. Okay. Nope. I don't think so. Uh, British sergeant. Hey. Better, but uh, not quite there. And then the regulars. Nah, nervous. Okay. So you are now back here with with Leslie, and Pickering <laughs> falls back behind the line as well. The parish priest has followed you back and is still arguing with Leslie, uh, as is one of his officers, suggesting that there are, there should be a peaceful resolution to this.
0: What is Leslie saying?
1: Uh, and then Leslie is is saying that he cannot return to the governor without having searched the entirety of Salem. And if he cannot cross the bridge, then he cannot honorably return to the governor. And about this time, both sides have presented muskets.
0: Oh, I'd be standing behind
1: uh, the men. Okay. Shields up. And there's a crack from north of the bridge. And one of the militia is spooked and fires. And that means we are in a super fight. And the American Revolution, right? (laughs) Yep, that kicked off as well. I'm just going to add some turns for the various superhumans here. So what you see, what you're facing off with, uh, in front of Revere and uh, Clara and Elijah, there's a small, slight woman in gray coat uniform, who rather, you know, somewhat, you're a little confused by her because pretty much the first thing she did when she arrived was uh, take off her coat. It's like, yeah, that, that's just weird. Nobody does that. Uh, so she took off her coat, just folded it carefully, and tucked it out behind that tree over there. And then next, there's a redhead next to her and uh, a Native American gray coat as well. These guys? Uh, that's No, that's these guys. Okay, gotcha. You You can see that the woman has a rank insignia that uh, would indicate that she might be the leader of the squad. Nice. And then on the other side of the fight, where there's only two of them, uh, there's another redhead. And as you're looking across, you're not 100% sure, but it kind of looks like the two redheads might be identical twins.
0: (laughs) twin powers.
1: (laughs) Activate. And uh, a rather short and a little bit, a little bit stocky, kind of nondescript brown-haired gentleman on the other side, along with the redhead. All right, so let's see how this plays out. Musket, another Joker for Joker for Clara. She's just like rocking it for you guys tonight. Wow. All right, so both both lines have, have opened fire, uh, and you have the opportunity to act first if you so choose, or you or you can wait. You you can act basically anytime you want, you can jump in and say, I want this to be my turn now.
2: I think I'm going to have to shoot at the woman who took off her coat to test this out.
1: All right. Uh, Let's see. One, two, three. Yeah, she's at short range, so it's a straight shot.
2: Uh, Can I boost the trade before shooting?
1: You can, but then both things you do will be at minus two, which, considering you have a joker, means they're both neutral, so go for it. I'll just shoot. In that case, your shooting is a plus two. That's going to hit.
2: Not seeing the damage button.
1: Oh, uh, you need to go down to the uh, attack and damage button. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So that's going to do that hits with a, with a, uh, that's a big hit. So you hit oh. with a seven and it does 19 damage.
2: <clears throat> <clears throat> so if she shrugs it off,
1: that's going no, to that, know something not about shrug, her. He's not going to shrug that off. Okay. Well, at least not right out of the gate. Okay. So. That's going to be that's going to uh, shake and do three wounds, which she wow. is then going she is then going to uh, try to soak. Nice. And she and soaks it. two of them. All right, and she looks pissed.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, okay, Pet Noah is up next and he's looking across at these two guys, and he doesn't like the look of that redhead very much. So the first thing he's going to do is he is going to swamp thing out. Oh, which he does very effectively. So he is now uh, he is now like this green bark-covered monstrosity. <laughs> and then he is going to move out towards these guys. And you're right up in their business. Artemis. You have okay. a drop on... Uh, on uh, Leslie here. Everybody. <laughs> okay,
0: so I am going to uh, garrot him. Okay. And, and hopefully with one clean swipe, I can just decapitate this whole thing.
1: <gasps> All right. Well, that's definitely going to. You have definitely uh, got him there. Oh. Ow. And uh, there's an immediate shout of "Invisible man, invisible man!" from the surrounding officers. I my notice enough to kill him. What's that? Go ahead. Uh, you, with the raise, go ahead. Give me, it's going to be a, uh, a strength roll against him for that. Right, let me get uh, your strength. Alright, no, you haven't killed him, you have shaken him. And you've drawn a lot of attention to yourself. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs>
0: Alright, well, these things happen.
1: Okay, so that's going to be this guy over here by Pet it uh, is going to attempt to disappear into the ground and not succeed. Elijah, uh, who can I see?
2: Is he doing anything that that we can see? Is or is know, he just like down and puts down.
1: his hands on the ground and the ground vibrates for a minute that, and then nothing happens? Okay. Okay, Elijah,
0: what can I see so far?
1: Uh, well, you've got three gray coats over here. One of whom just took a minor graze from a musket and uh, the rest, the two battle lines are duking it out.
0: Okay. Now, from my, my perspective with my soldiers, uh, what do we have? Three, three superhumans to the southwest. of us? Yes. Okay. Um, one of them already got shot at, Frank. Yes.
2: A slight one. Somebody speaking? or?
0: Um, no, I don't hear anybody.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, so, Frank, you're in the middle of a, a, a major battle now. You have swamped things out and are charging in for the enemy superhumans. Rock on. But uh, right now it's Frankie's turn. Okay. So, the, the militia are going to open fire on the... These three militia are going to open fire on the three great goats. Oh, one of them. One of them, screw a Marksman. Wow. So, only one of them hits, and hits the other redhead, But hits him really hard. So that hits for 10, off the 20, which... He is also going to soak any related damage. That's enough to do one wound, which he soaks. So just the graze on that one as well. Revere is going to do his power-up, hopefully. Actually, Revere is going to spend the round concentrating, so he can, he can get the bonus on going at maximum speed. Okay, so the other guy who just got the took the, the graze... Is, does the same thing as his as his uh relative brother but he actually does disappear into the ground so uh he disappears into the ground and then this guy the uh the the short dark-haired guy over by pet no uh whereas this guy yeah let's lead with that doesn't appear to do much of anything and he actually to runs- be afraid yep all right. All right, that takes us to the Native American guy. And uh, the woman yells, Deal with the super behind the lines. Uh-oh. What's up? Okay, this is going to be a long shot for him, but uh, he screams, and the
2: sound
1: <laughs> takes on almost a physical force and goes shooting across here. Mary! Narrowly missing you.
0: Is that addressed at me?
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then the woman bone spurs erupt all over her upper body, tearing through her shirt. Ah. And she charges at Revere. Really? Uh, yep. And uh, she charges in at a good clip, and then she is she swings with her uh these these two her arms covered with these bone spurs at Revere twice. Oh, Whoa. Uh, Misses on one of them, but she connects solidly on the other with a 13. Alright, that's 20 damage to Revere. Just as an aside, traditionally when I've run this before for other people, it seems like Revere always goes down fast. <laughs> so that's three wounds for Revere, which he's going to try to soak.
0: All over. Come on.
1: And he manages to soak one of them. So he is—he's uh, not in great shape. She just ran up and uh, basically mauled him with these bone spurs.
2: It's a weird power, but okay.
1: <laughs> she's marrow. Basically, uh... she can't take him out and throw him. Technically, her uh, she's known as Mauler. Okay. okay, Victoria, you're up.
3: All right, um, am I close enough to nuke either of these guys?
1: That is an excellent question. Uh, you have the blast power, correct? Correct. Uh, the answer is definitely yes. It's just a question of how hard it is.
3: Okay. Um, I'm basically worried that I'm going to hurt Pet Noah, so I'm hoping I can sort of nuke the two of them and maybe take out part of their ranks on the side.
1: Okay, so blast. Uh, you definitely can do that.
3: Yeah, like maximum damage. Maximum just blow a hole in the ranks and hurt those other two supers as best I can. Okay, so that
1: is... You have a smart to the 8 you can drop one kind of uh, right in front of that house, basically, and not hit that Noah, hit both of the supers and the leftmost pile of the bridge. Yes, exactly. Okay, go go for it. Make the power roll.
3: All right. And uh, how many power points can I use back? Well, that's the thing. It's
1: not power points. Oh, that's right. So by default, just a plain old blast is d12 minus one. Mm-hmm. If you want to boost the damage, it becomes D twelve minus two. Yeah, it's a D twelve though. It's worth a shot. All
3: right, go for it. Okay. Boop. And I'm gonna Benny that because I have several. Oops. Sorry, Frank.
1: Okay. Uh that that's gonna be a raise. So with the but well, sorry, no, it's not quite a raise. So that's gonna be three D6 damage.
3: Stu,
1: so, did you so Benny? Yep, so 9 damage total. That will shake both of them.
3: Alright, awesome.
1: Okay, so you turn, and this time the bad guys get a joker. Oof. Alright, so first thing this guy needs to do is unshake. Which he does. And then he reaches his hand out towards... To know it. Oh, that's terrible. That's and bad. does nothing. <laughs> and and that's, wave. Uh, that's so bad he's going to Benny that.
0: Oh, there we go. Oh, oh, come on. Okay, so
1: then I need a spirit roll from Pet Noah here uh, to see if he resists the terrible mind control power of uh, this guy. It is. And he got close with a 10, but not close enough to beat the 14 with the Joker. Oh, ouch. All right, so Pet Noah is now under the mental control of this guy. Oh,
3: shit! Victoria. Yeah. Um. I think I want to throw another uh, nuke around here, and then I want to GTFO uh, this
1: way. Okay. So, uh, are you going to include Pet noah in the blast zone this time?
0: No. Oh, he can take it. He's tough.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, but
1: when he doesn't hold kind grudges. Of...
0: <laughs> Not just,
1: at all. I just. Yeah. Uh, if I can't. So, yes or no? He's in the blast zone.
3: Uh, not in the blast zone, but okay. a very reluctant, like, uh, I don't want to do this. I are
1: you going to do a powered up one or a regular one?
3: Yeah, I want to inflict as much as I can, because I know that I know it's probably going to chase after me and maul me, but.
1: Okay, that is uh, not quite good enough. I uh, know, so it's just barely good enough. So 3d6 again.
3: All right, awesome.
1: Oh, that's sad. Cool. Yeah. You didn't manage to shake the guy again, though. Yay! Oh that's you. And then I'll piece out. Does that break his way.
0: control over noah
3: It does not. And I'm going to yell, Pettinoa's… er, pet or it has been influenced. Oh boy. Oh no.
2: Oh. They're busy over here!
1: Alright, next up is the guy who's underground. He's not popping back up yet. And then we have the other twin, and first he needs to unshake. Which he does very easily. And then he is going to bat. And suddenly he is twenty feet tall. Whoa. That's the goes striding across the battlefield after Virginia. After Victoria. Okay. Okay. Uh Pet Noah. Uh you're you've been directed to attack Virginia. Or Victoria. I don't know why no, I keep saying Virginia been directed to attack Victoria. You can make another spirit roll as an attempt, because this is directly counter to your nature. Let's do that. Am I still trying to beat the 14? You are still trying to beat the 14, yes. Oh, crap. Take that guy out.
0: Money, big money.
1: Still pretty good with a 10, but not good enough. Yes. Alright, so you're going to move at your best speed to uh, chase after Victoria also. Ah! And give me a give me a run die as well. So give me a D six. All right. So you're uh, you're sprinting this way. All right. And then next up is Mauler, who is going to continue to try to slaughter Paul Revere. Knew we should have rescued Prescott. Okay. So she doesn't do that well this round. She's slashing away at him, but Revere's Revere's got his feet under him now. And he's dodging and uh, he's dodging and weaving and. He doesn't manage to get land a blow on. It. Hey, Artemis, opposed athletics versus uh, Leslie here.
0: Okay. Uh, the, so athletics here comes.
1: Yeah, it's not that great. Uh, he's struggling pretty hard. So he doesn't break free, but you're not able to damage him either. Hey, this guy closes in. He does his uh, little sonic scream thing again.
2: How's he able to hit Artemis without hitting Leslie?
1: If he rolls, if he rolls particularly badly, he could hit Leslie. At it. In this case, he doesn't manage to hit anybody. Uh, in addition, the uh, the officers are now str- over here struggling as well. They're going to be attempting to grapple uh, the invisible person here and pull, and pull him off of uh, Leslie. All right. So first sergeant. So I need. Mean, that's not very good, but I still need the athletics roll from Artemis against the first guy.
0: Okay. comes
1: And the second guy. So I need another athletics roll there. Oops, that was fighting not athletics. That guy pulls pulls you off of Leslie. Okay. So He's got a grip on you now. Well, so, I know what
0: I'm doing next round. <laughs>
1: so you are now entangled with this guy. Okay. Elijah.
0: Okay, um, so I'm close, and I'm seeing Revere get uh, slaughtered. I'm thinking that um, I'm going to uh, yell at the, the lady who's like got the bone arms. Yeah. i read my, my Bible and, and tell her uh, to, <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, you know, turn to the grace of God, drop the weapons the devil has gave you, pour down
1: your arms. I'll hold,
2: turn and go, what the
1: All right, make your roll. Okay. Just yeah. persuasion or what? Yeah, he's very persuasive. That's mm-hmm. going to be a, uh, a D12, yeah. minus... Uh, what's the penalty there? But I, I rolled the 12. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is going to be a penalty on that though, because you're in the middle of a fight. So it's going to be a 6 net. Let's see how she does on her spirit resist that. Not that well. Awesome. So, because- uh, she actually pauses and retracts the bones first.
0: Oh, okay. I'm gonna assume my, my guys. Her, her.
1: Right. Um, Tell your guys to do what?
0: Uh, I'm assuming the guys in front of me are gonna shoot. Like I, I wouldn't assume that they'd. have oh, muskets. They're not.
1: Oh yeah, yeah,
0: that's an issue then, isn't it?
1: <laughs> um, well, I don't to know. I guess so, uh, if You wanna put the and, and then. Okay, charger. so they're gonna charge in and attack. Okay comes the Colonial Militia.
0: Get them, boys. Bring down the devil. Nope.
1: No. That one might get through with the gang up on us. That one gets through. Right. Ooh, good hit. And that one also gets through. Wow, these guys are brutal. Wow. Okay, so the first one is going to…
2: That confidence thing worked well.
1: Sure did. Wow. The first one's going to shake her and do another wound, which she's going to attempt to soak. And succeed easily. The second one is going to do a lot more damage than that. That's good for three wounds, which she is again going to attempt to soak. And she manages to soak one of them with her last It's us. So she's now at three wounds. And then uh, Clara...
2: I feel like the Militia are doing a pretty good job with Jane. Like, how how is she looking?
1: Uh, she's definitely beat up. She's at three wounds right now. One more, she goes down. You could finish the job or move on.
2: Yeah. I'm going to try to block her with the shield.
1: All right. So that will give you a plus three on the gang up bonus. All right. So that is going to hit. And that is not going to do anything. Really? Yes. Wow. So she, okay. she kind of rolls with that hit.
2: And last hmm. but not
1: least, Revere is... A, a silver glow appears around him as he attempts oh, to activate his power here. And his deflection is online. So he is Ooh. now minus two to be hit. Okay. And that's where we're going to leave it for tonight. Uh The Revolutionary War has begun, and... uh it's anybody's guess how this fight's going to go. It's cross promotion week on the Happy Monster Cast, and this week we're promoting Untitled Dice Game Presents, The Department of Deliverance. Check it out. Howdy listeners,
0: I'm Chris, the friendly neighborhood keeper from Untitled Dice Game, here to tell you about our actual play Monster of the Week podcast. It features a group of hunters with strange talents who've been recruited by a secretive government agency to fight monsters. Each week we release a new episode packed with improvised humor, horror, and enough bad decisions to derail a train. Find us at UntitledDiceGame.com
1: or search us out wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow Happy Monster Press on Facebook as Happy Monster Press at our website, happymonsterpress.com, Twitter as Happy Monster PRS, or follow the podcast on YouTube, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, iTunes, or Google Play Music. The Happy Monster Cast is part of the Savage Worlds Media Network. This game references the Savage Worlds game system available from Pinnacle Entertainment Group at www.tegink.com. It is unofficial media content permitted under the Media Network Content Agreement. This content is not managed, approved, or endorsed by Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Certain portions of the materials used are the intellectual property of Pinnacle, and all rights are reserved. Savage Worlds, all related settings and unique characters, locations, and characters' logos and trademarks are copyrights of Pinnacle Entertainment Group. All other content is the intellectual property of Heavy Monster Press. Background music is Ice Cold by Jason Shaw. (laughs)
0: Yeah.